Good morning. It is Saturday, April the 29th in the year of our Lord, 2023. And you know what that means? It is a Holy Spirit story day. We've got a good one for you. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Our story is called I've Got You. Our text, as is always on Saturday, is Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. That's the word of the Lord. Now consider this. Today's Holy Spirit story comes from one of our pastors in the Wake Up Call community, Rick Hamilton, who pastors the Eastman First United Methodist Church in Eastman, Georgia. Be encouraged by his words here, and if you listen, in his own voice. What started out as a normal Saturday quickly became anything but a normal Saturday. My uh, wife had gone grocery shopping and I was kind of puttering around the house uh, doing some chores when I felt a strange pain in my throat and neck area. I thought maybe I had just turned wrong or maybe pulled a muscle and I just kept doing what I was doing. Next, I had an unusual amount of pain or more like pressure on my chest. I've heard people say that when they had a heart attack, it was like they had an elephant sitting on their chest. And I now know what they were talking about. Next, it was a cold sweat as if I had been running or doing strenuous work. And I tried to lay down, see if everything would just calm down. But when I did, the entire room started to spin. And it was at that point that I knew I was in trouble. Luckily, my son and grandsons were in the house and I was able to get their attention. My son asked uh, what it was he wanted me to, what, he, what it was I wanted him to do for me. And I could have said, well, just let me lay here a while. It'll go away. Or asked him to take me to the local ER, but that would have been taken a while probably. But the Holy Spirit, and I knew it was the Holy Spirit because it happened instantaneously. The Holy Spirit told me to say, call 911. He called them, and he also called my wife. They both arrived at the house about the same time. and The paramedics were amazing. They knew right away that I needed help. They, they put me on their stretcher. They got me to the ambulance, and they started working on me. One was putting an IV in my arm while the other was hooking up to monitors. And it seemed like just a few minutes and they told me that I had indeed had a heart attack and there seemed to be a problem with the upper right quadrant of my heart. And so my wife and I were informed at that time they were rushing me to Fairview Hospital in Dublin, Georgia. They uh, worked on me all the way to the hospital. They tried children's aspirin that I could chew up. They put a nitroglycerin pill under my tongue, actually two. And then finally, the hospital ER doctor suggested some morphine, and none of this was helping with my pain and discomfort. It was at this point that I started to recite something that I recite quite often. Jesus, I belong to you. I did this over and over until we arrived at the hospital. Well, when we got to the hospital, there were a team of people waiting on me. I, I was put in a room, and they, they started working to prepare me for a heart catheterization. Everyone in the room was very professional. When they spoke to me, it was very reassuring. 
It seemed like only minutes before we were actually in the heart cath lab. In fact, I was in there before my wife even made it to the hospital because a nurse said to me, your wife is here and I'm going to go out and tell her what's going on. And there were more people coming into the room and they all worked with passion and speed and all through the process, I was away. They explained everything that was going on. And the last time one of the nurses asked what my pain level was, I heard the cardiologist say, well, it's about to get better. And it, and it did. Turns out that I had a 100% blockage of the main artery to the right side of my heart and no blood flow to the bottom chamber. They showed me uh, the before and after pictures and that one blockage required two stents. It was at this point that one of the nurses got right in my face and said, someone was walking with you today. All that time that I was saying, Jesus, I belong to you, Jesus was saying, I've got you. Just like he told me at my first new room experience two years ago, I've got you. I saw the hand of God preventing grace throughout this whole ordeal. The right people in the right place at the right time. I didn't get the names of most of the people who worked on me that day, but they were exceptional, professional, and loving. And that continued with the floor nurses over the next few days. I will be indebted to them for the rest of my life. This has been a scary and eye-opening experience, which I will never forget. I'm lucky to still be here, and I thank God that I am. And all the people that have reached out to me, who, uh, whose lives I've touched in 20 years of ministry, has been overwhelming. Jesus, I belong to you, and he is responding. I've got you. Thanks be to God. The Prayer Jesus, we belong to you. Yes, Jesus, I belong to you. Thank you for belonging to me. Thank you for this story of salvation, of a life being saved from death by your great love. Thank you especially for the ways you draw near to us in desperate times like these. Thank you that you've got us. And even in situations like this that turn out differently, thank you that you've still got us. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, have you ever been in a health situation akin to the one shared today where you got a new lease on life? How have you responded since? And for our hymn today, we're going to sing another one of the greatest hits. This is My Hope is Built. You also may know it as On Christ the Solid Rock I Stand. It's on page 102 of our Seedbed Hymnal, Our Great Redeemer's Praise. We're going to sing all four verses with gusto, so get a deep breath. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. 
On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. When darkness veils his lovely face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. His oath, his covenant, his blood, support me in the whelming flood. When all around my soul gives way, he then is all my hope and stay. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. When he shall come with trumpet sound, Oh, may I then in him be found, Dressed in his righteousness alone, Faultless to stand before the throne. On Christ the solid rock I stand, All other ground is sinking sand, All other ground is sinking sand. That is a strong hymn. You know, as I was singing verse 3, I thought, there's a lot of people undoubtedly out there who are in the midst of the whelming flood and all around your soul seems to be giving way. And I think his oath, his covenant, his blood, support me in the whelming flood. When all around my soul gives way, he then is all my hope and stay. I just that's good that's good poetry right there. That's good songwriting. My goodness. I uh would encourage you to spend a little extra time today just anchoring down. Just digging down the footings a little deeper and staying there until your heart, your mind, your spirit are actually touching Jesus and his spirit, his words. This is, uh, this is how he works. And sometimes it takes getting into those deeper, more desperate places to go to a deeper place with him. Well, that's a wrap for today. I do remind you that we are always welcoming Holy Spirit stories. You can see a PS in today's in today's uh, email that uh, tells you about that and how to send that to us. Can't promise to use everyone's, but we will definitely consider them. It's Saturday, so you're probably picking up a little bit different to-do list today. 
but just remember to keep your eyes open, your ears attuned, your heart leaning in with everyone you meet. Jesus is in you, and he's wanting to bless them through you. So uh, that's what sowing means. Gather your seeds. We'll see you out there on the field. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall. 